on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What is up guys, it's Andy Purcell and this is the show for the realists Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society And welcome to motherfucking reality Guys, today we have Andy and DJ Cruise the motherfucking internet. That's what we're going to do. That's what CTI stands for. It stands for cruise the internet. This is where we put up headlines on the screen. We speculate on what's true and what's not true. And we talk about how we, the people, that's us, can be the solution to these problems going on in the world. Other times, we have Q&AF. That's what you heard yesterday. That's where you submit questions and we give you the answers. Now, you can submit your questions a few different ways. The first way is... Guys, you can email those questions in to askandy at andyforsella.com. Or if you go on YouTube... And you go on the Q&AF episodes, which post on Monday, and you drop a question in the comments, we'll pick some from there as well. Don't forget to subscribe. Other times, we have Real Talk. Real Talk's just five to 20 minutes of me giving you some real talk that I think needs to be said. Sometimes we have full length. We actually have a really good full length for you coming up this week. Um, that's where somebody comes in who's interesting, and we have a conversation with them, pretty much like every other podcast you've ever seen, ever. Uh, and then we have 75 Hard Verses. Now, 75 Hard Verses is an occasional podcast that we do where we bring someone in who has done 75 Hard, the program, not the challenge, the program, and has taken their life from a bucket of shit to a bucket of non-shit, okay? Uh, you can get that program for free at episode 208 on the audio feed. It is not on YouTube, all right? We were not doing YouTube until the beginning of this year, Um Tremendous support on YouTube, by the way. It's been amazing. We're having a lot of fun with it, uh, especially on the Day in a Life episode. I, I really appreciate the support on that. That was cool. Uh, but if you would like to get the 75 Hard program, you can get it for free, episode 208. Uh, it'll also tell you about the Live Hard program, which 75 Hard is the first phase of the Live Hard program. Or you can go on the website, buy the book, 75 Hard, which is at andyforsella.com. So with that being said, we have this thing here that we call the fee. One thing you'll notice about the show is I don't run ads on the show. Um, the reason I don't run ads on the show is because I don't want to answer to a bunch of corporate assholes who are telling me what I can and can't say. And I'd rather just give it to you real, which is why we call the show Real AF. So in lieu of me taking the eight figures that I would earn by running ads on the show, I ask a very simple trade. And that's this. If you listen to the show, if it makes you think, if it makes you laugh, it gives you new perspective. If you feel it's a message that needs to be heard, which is what most of you guys tell me, I would appreciate if you share the show. All right. We call that paying the fee. So if you get value out of the show, recognize that I'm funding this show out of my pocket. I come on here every week saying very uncomfortable things, talking about uncomfortable things. It's not that much fun for me to do. I do it out of obligation. And I ask very simply that you share the show. So don't be a hoe. Share the show. Now, there is a very important announcement coming up this week that I would like to hit, mm -hmm. and that is the uh, the bison hat. Mm. A lot of you guys have asked about the bison hat, what it means, what it stands for, et cetera, et cetera. How can you get one? Well, I have hesitated to make these available to the public because, quite honestly, I don't feel like a lot of people live up to what I believe that it means. However, I have come to realize that we have a whole lot of people in this community that are trying very hard to live up to the standard of what we talk about when we talk about personal excellence. You're starting to speak up more. You're starting to do more. And I figured it would be a good time to make these available. So Wednesday night, we're going to have a special announcement, seven o'clock. I believe it's seven o'clock, seven o'clock Wednesday night. Um, 
Central time. Central time. Okay, we're 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 here in the Midwest. Yeah, buddy. So yeah, Central are. time. Uh, we will have an announcement. Uh, and if you want to get in on that, pay attention to what's going on. Pay attention to my Instagram stories. Look in DJ's Instagram stories, and we'll have the uh, secret to getting in on that. So we're going to make those available on Wednesday night uh, with a few other things and, and some pretty important messaging that goes along with it. So uh, keep that in mind. All right. I think that's all the housekeeping. Mm-hmm. All right. What's yeah. up? Oh, nothing much, man. You know, I was over here doing some DJ math, making sure my shit added up. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I checked it like Did 10 it add up? Yeah, I hope so. We'll find out. Yeah, right. <laughs> I hope so. What were you yeah. adding up? Oh, some stuff for the show. There's, there's some... Uh, there's some some numbers I had to put together just to, on the back end to make sure. Got it. Yeah, we'll see it here shortly. All right, cool. Yeah, but how are you, man? How's everything going? Good. Yeah. Good, man. Sore, really fucking sore right now. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know why. I think it's because. I got to guess. <laughs> OAF, baby. That's what it is. That old as fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's a possibility. Yeah. I've been training hard, man. Yeah. Training hard, eating perfect, trying to get into the, I'm trying to finally surpass the place I was when I injured my shoulder mentally and physically, like I'm very close, but I'd have never been able to cross it yet. And uh, <clears throat> when I got injured back in September of 2021, I I felt I was at my best physically and mentally I'd ever been to. Mm-hmm. And the last two years have just been uh, very, very difficult, both physically and mentally for me. And I'm just now to the point where I can train with proper intensity again. And so I'm really looking to push past that point. And, uh, yeah. I'm pushing real hard. I'm it's interesting you, feeling it. It's interesting you brought that up, man, because we just had the Q&A that dropped mm-hmm. uh, where you talked about mind, body, reality, right? But, like, in this situation, you know, when you talk about getting back into the best mental and physical shape, is it still the same? Like, does that physical shape come first? Does the work come before the belief? Or, like, what what is coming first? Like, you have to get your mental right. Is that back in the best shape? And then body comes? I, I think, there, you know, I think it's – there's a this year. is an injury. We're talking about yeah, like a this wasn't on, like on I sprained of, my shoulder. Correct. Like I tore every single thing in my shoulder that can be torn, even my bicep tendon. So like it was a big injury. And at 42 years old, you know, that's an injury where we question, you know, can you come back to a high level of function functionality yeah. with that? Well, it took him to the barn. <laughs> yeah. And, what? <laughs> yeah, no shit, bro. <laughs> Fuck. I, that's where I belong. <laughs> so um you know, it's, I spent a lot of time the first, I mean, that first year when I didn't know if I was going to be able to train together was mentally, very mentally challenging because I just didn't know, mm-hmm. you know, and then the, the second year, uh, which is, you know, we're wrapping up the end of that now because my surgery was actually December 13th of 2021. So we're closing in on the two years of the actual surgery. Um, I've been able to train, but I just haven't been able to push hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and for me to get back where I was, I have to push really hard. And so I've just been able to start pushing somewhat hard again. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm starting to believe I can get back to that, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it's a little of both, yeah. you know, you, you, you have to like have some faith to push, but then you see some result, then the result reinforces the belief, which makes you push a little harder, mm-hmm. you know, and it becomes this little machine of work and belief that add to each other. And yeah. I, I'm at a good place now where, you know, I've pushed enough to where I know, I know for sure I can get back there and pass that. So I, I have total belief in it. Now it's just about the work. Yeah. So that's where I'm yeah. at. I'm excited for you, bro. Yeah. I'm excited to see it, man. Yeah. Everything else is good, man. Uh, little, little baby Addison went to a chiropractor today. 
Really? What happened? I was kind of nothing. That's well. She had like some gas and shit, but like yeah. we've been watching these TikTok videos. I didn't know babies could go to chiropractors. Yeah, it's like a whole thing. Yeah, and um, yeah, apparently she shit herself, so that's good. Oh, she's got to work it out, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I Sometimes she's got to work it out. But like, dude, you know those videos that like have been going around of like the chiropractor, like the fake chiropractors with the fucking skeletons. Like, oh yeah, yeah they just, just break the head. That's off all of I could imagine. So like this whole time, I'm like, please don't make me hurt this doctor. Yeah, or, you know what I'm saying. But no, apparently it's all good, so that's good. Yeah. And uh, you went a little bike ride yesterday, huh? Yeah, yeah, dude. Those are always great. Yeah, yeah. I got up pretty early and just drove as you know, rode as long as I could on a full tank, and, and then turn around, come turn back, around, come back, man. Yeah. It was it was about a four hour, four four and a half hour trip, five yeah. hour trip. So that's a good yeah, trip. Good. Yeah, it was good. Plus, you know, riding season's coming to a close, so trying to get some in. Yeah, just get a little bit in, you know. Uh, I feel like a, I, I, I kind of feel messed up sometimes though, as the riding season's over, because I call my insurance and f- change up my policy, go to the cheap man's insurance, because I'm like, it's like I'm like sitting in my garage for five fucking months. I'm not paying this. They premium. don't penalize you for that. No, no, oh, they well, that's a it. smart move. Yeah, they encourage it. Capitalism, baby. That's called being economically responsible. <laughs> that's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, save a shit time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, got got a good show, guys. Got a got a lot of good stuff coming up. Uh, I wanted to bring this up, man, because it's it's kind of been everywhere, bro. I, I I can't even fucking watch. Like I can't. Like I've been like off social media for the mm-hmm. most part the last few days because yeah. like watching you people argue, <laughs> like after all of these things over and over and over again that we've been through for the last three and a half years, watching you fall for it over and over and over again, it drives me insane. And when I say you, I mean the whole entire fucking world. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're going to ever defeat these people, if we're ever going to, like, be actually free and have a life that isn't, like, constantly shit because these people are stirring it up, we're going to have to realize who the enemy really is. And it's not your fucking neighbor. And it's not some random dude on the Internet. And you do nothing but their work when you get riled up and attack these people and attack each other and do all this shit. Like, so I'm just like... Yeah, it's just been like every other thing that we've covered that we've been right on, right? No, yeah. COVID, Black Square, fucking vaccine, uh, vaccine Ukraine, yeah. all this shit. You name it. Yeah, we've we've spoke on it, and then it's like you got to watch people unravel, and then mm-hmm. finally, you know, now the the window's becoming short, right? Yeah. Where at COVID it was years, and now it's a month. You yeah. know, where people are going to figure out, like, oh. This is what's happening. No shit, dude. Yeah. Like it would be nice if you kept if you would quit falling for the same play over and over again. Yeah, there was like this aha moment of like Holy realizing shit. that the jar was shaking. But now the jar shaking. Well, they're not shaking the jar this time. This has to be real. Oh, this is real. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like what the dude, fuck, bro? Like <laughs> Bro, bro, people can't understand the fundamental reality that these people are willing to kill actual human beings yeah. to make these things happen. Yeah. Because good people people like dude, think about this. Most of the people out here in the real world are really good people, dude. Yeah. They care, man. And like when they see people die or or be be killed or murdered, it's beyond their comprehension to consider that other people have no problem doing so to advance an agenda at all, or 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 to uh, or or to relieve themselves of any type of accountability that could be, come from them doing these things. Yeah, they don't right? care, dude. And people people because they're good and they have good hearts and they have, you know, uh common sense and like they're like there's no way they would actually allow 
people to die over it. No, that's what these people do. And by the way, you're on the list of the people that they would allow to die to advance their agenda. On a moment's notice. Fuck, man. Like, how do you guys not get this by now? No, this wasn't said by, this is real. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's real, but it's also real bullshit. Too, yeah. If you look at it, man. Did you see this old fart? Uh, he, he did an interview. So you guys remember his freezing episodes, right? Yeah. So he, he did an interview. Uh, with CBS, Senator McConnell fires back at CBS host for peppering him with health questions. Um, so he got he got a little pissed off actually Did he? <laughs> after he got done de- defrosting. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, this is uh, this is a quick video from it. I just I just thought this was funny to share. People wonder about your health. How are you feeling? How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm completely recovered and uh, just fine. Uh, you and your office felt the need to to share and disclose some of the details about your health because of some of these public incidents. And the doctor here said there was no evidence of Parkinson's disease or a stroke or or a seizure. Um, and I wonder, is there anything the public should know that wasn't disclosed? Uh, I'm in good shape, completely recovered, and back on the job. So does that mean that you think you are able to continue serving and you want to continue serving here at a time when we are talking about incredible dysfunction in Washington. I think we ought to be talking about what we were talking about earlier rather than my health. <laughs> I'm fine. He just keeps like, bro, he keeps going back to the same shit. These people don't want, like, I think I like they the don't re- want to the give re- up power. Bro, the re- exactly. The reason that that, that woman's talking about the incredible bad situation the shit show because that's what she wanted to say yeah the washington is because of people like this like bro we wouldn't allow this dude to drive no okay no. like if this guy came over to christmas we'd sit him in the corner and let him suck on werther's originals give him a little blanket right yeah like bro yeah. We, yeah, and then we when he would speak <laughs> he would say dumb shit and we'd like look to each other and be like bro that's just grandpa yeah. you should you just ignore him 10 minutes make sure he ain't dead and, and then when he actually does talk hey dj you'd be like oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah oh yeah grandpa yeah like bro th- and these people are running the country yeah yeah <laughs> And they think it's okay. <laughs> He's like shocked, bro. You're a thousand fucking Dude, years old. You know, I had this amazing conspiracy theory too, man. You know how like all of these like viruses from like the 1800s and shit are resurfacing. It's because like that's the only shit because they've they been carrying them the whole time. That's bro. what I'm saying. Like, like it's the shit that they were used to yeah. three thousand fucking years ago. This dude's two hundred and fifty years old talking about how he's in perfect health. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought those. It, and then he's offended around. by it. Gets pissed. Yeah. Gets pissed. I'm in perfect health. Yeah. Clearly. Let's <laughs> see those Clearly. arteries, buddy. <laughs> Let's let bro. We would not let these people. These people could not go to the grocery store. They couldn't handle their own personal business in their house. They would require medical aid. This is, I'm being serious. 10 bucks is a life alert. Hold on. They couldn't drive. We wouldn't trust them to babysit our kids, but we allow them to run our country. There needs to be an upper age limit to anybody who serves in our government. Real shit. The age of retirement is 65 years old. You shouldn't be able to serve in your government older than 65. That, like, dude, and, and like, it's like over 50% of the people are over that age. You think they're operating with our our, our interests in mind, dude? They don't even know what those interests are. Oh, you, they, no, not at all. Oh. Anyway. Yeah, I I don't know. I just thought that was funny. Yeah. You, you like the memes? I, I, yeah, I, 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a fact right there. That's got me a few times. <laughs> Bro, you're scaring the girl. Say something. <laughs> Yeah, Bro, great. you're fucking it up for all of us. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> man, come on, man. Fuck, quit being weird. <laughs> <laughs> At least go get some beers, man. Jesus. Oh, shit. All right, guys. <laughs> let's let's get all, the show. How many times have we all been there? Like, bro, <laughs> say something, man. You're fucking it up. <laughs> hey, man, we about, hey, man, we got some baddies coming. Madonna, don't do that weird shit again, all right? <laughs> Why is Madonna got to be the one that does weird shit? But I don't got even know I'm a smile. Look at that guy. No, that'd be New Joe for sure. Yeah, see that? New Joe, pick your head in on the camera so just people know who we're talking about. Oh, you want to stay out? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, guys, let's get into this show. Remember, as always, if you want to see any of these pictures, articles, links, videos, go to something. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm so over being mad about this shit. I'm just to the point where now it's just funny as fuck. It's hard not to be, man. Yeah, like, like y'all fucking voted for this shit. I tried to tell you, DJ tried to tell you, y'all. I told you to speak up back when they were doing the mass shit. You didn't. Now your whole life's fucked up. So if you wanted to change, here's reality. You got to stand up and join us and speak the fuck up and share the show and share your message. If you're not going to share this show, share somebody's show and speak the fuck up. Otherwise, I'm just going to sit here and laugh my ass off like I've been telling you. I tried to help. I tried to help. You try. How hard have we been trying to help? Pretty hard. Yeah, and I got all these people hitting me up. What are we going to do? I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? I've been telling you this for fucking three and a half years. Yeah. What are we going to do? Well, nothing's going to happen until we do something. So that's far, true. it's been you letting everybody else carry the water. It's got to be a consensus of the people. Man. Yes. That's it. That's it. <clears throat> yeah, so guys, let's get in with the show. Uh, remember, if you want to see any of these pictures, articles, links, videos, go to andyforsella.com. You can find them linked there. Or if you're watching on YouTube, jump down in the description below. You can find them linked there as well. Uh, so with that being said, let's get into our first headlines. I got to realize, somebody, didn't somebody call say, like, he says it's one headline, but there's like five of them. There's context, people. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah. they're saying, all right, hey, well, you're welcome to come run the show, asshole. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, like, yes, I say You know what I love? Headline, I love like, these motherfuckers that sit on their fucking ass and then point fingers and shit at people actually out here doing shit. Sorry, I didn't add the Yeah, pool. And by the way, I had this dude hit me up on the fucking day in the life, and he's like, why don't why why not disclose your PED usage, motherfucker? I talk about it all the time on the show. I'm 44 years old. Of course, I use testosterone. I fucking love it. It's fucking amazing, bro. I eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It makes me happy as fuck. How about that? Is that good enough for you? Like, bro, this is called real as fuck. This ain't called fucking lie my ass off. Like, bro, like you fucking idiots don't watch any of the shit we say, and then you come in the comments and talk some stupid ass shit. By the way. You people that are on our team, hammer those motherfuckers, bro. Let them have hammer it. Hammer them. Let them have it. Don't fuck with our gang. Fucking meat stick gang. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fuck you up yeah, in the comments, bro. I eat that shit for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> Motherfucker, like, bro, what do you think? I am 44 fucking years old. I'm not fucking 24, bro. Fuck. <laughs> Holy oh, shit, man. Shit. Is that disclosing enough for you? Yeah, I mean, hey, I think that checks some boxes for sure. Fucking asshole. <laughs> I love these people. They think they're going to get you. Oh, I got you. What do you mean you got me? You bring me some more? <laughs> like, what? like, what the fuck? 
People are so <laughs> stupid. They think that you could just take some sort of hormone and you're going to come out jacked and tan and ripped and all this shit. So got to work. Yeah, work your fucking ass off, dude. And work. by the way, there's literal biological functions inside your body that stop operating when you are a certain age. And if you are of the age of 35 and you're not considering testosterone replacement, especially with what's going on in the world and the chemicals in our food and water, et cetera, you're a fucking idiot. Be a gay How about all. that? Yeah. Test for everybody. Yeah. Would that be that guy? Your, that guy needs extra. Would that would that be one of your initiatives? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. All, all the men, put them on a fucking <laughs> on a straight get, getting teed up. Yes. Yeah. That's our biggest problem right now. It's a fact, man. Everybody's out here in their feelings when they should be out here conquering the fucking world. <laughs> you know why you're in your feelings? Because you ain't got no testosterone in you, bro. That's real shit. I know you're all full That's of real. estrogen. You're reading all this bullshit on the internet about how to get in touch with yourself, motherfucker. Go take some tests and go conquer some shit. <laughs> Holy shit, <laughs> bro! That was that study that was done. They took like some liberal men. I, we'll, we'll cite it. We'll, we'll give you all the the fact checks and sites on it. But they it took tests study. and they became conservative. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Wild. Interesting. But yeah, so let's get into the show, man, because we got some good stuff. So our first batch of headlines. Headline number one reads, report Dave Chappelle goes on pro-Palestinian rant. Cheers of free Palestine. Jews leave. Yeah, so I just thought this was interesting to throw up. Obviously, we got some some more pressing issues going on, but I just wanted to get your take, man, because Chappelle, I feel like he can always be applauded as one being unfuckwithable. He says what he wants to say, and he stands on it, right? That's the whole key that. to being unfuckwithable. I can respect that. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, these people that are just, you know, waving, you know, like plastic bags in the wind or whatever issue comes along, they don't actually believe what they're what they're standing for. So I can respect Dave Chappelle just for that, simply. Um, but let's dive into this, man, because he's been getting some, some interesting uh, pushback. Uh, so comedian Dave Chappelle went on a pro-Palestinian anti-Israel rant at a show in Boston on Thursday evening and was cheered by the crowd, causing Jews present in the audience to walk out. Um, this was a Facebook post by a guy named Andrew McGorley's, this guy here. And um, he, po- he posted this. Looks like this- he needs some tests. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a fucking honest. Wait, see, look what he says in his... I'm I don't even know what he said, but I can tell you that guy's lacking the testosterone. He even put the emoji attached to the... I'm feeling disappointed. Yeah, well, Man. see, he's in his feelings. Just need some tests, bro. <laughs> that shit will cure everything. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he, he put this on, on, on Facebook. He says, uh, quote, Hello, from my friends. This is my first Facebook post in nearly seven years. With that said, it is also the only social media platform I have, so I hope people still use Facebook. I would like to share with you an experience I had last night. Allison Cohen McGorley's uh, and I went to Dave Chappelle's stand-up comedy show at TD Garden with three other couples. What started out as a funny and and joyful uh, evening for the eight of us ended with disgust and fear. Towards the end of his act, Chappelle mentioned the war in Israel and how he, as a Muslim, denounces Israel Israel for its treatment of the people in Gaza and started to add in lots of false and unsubstantiated claims. A gentleman toward the front yelled out, quote, you should shut the F up. Chappelle lost it on the man yelling, quote, you do not tell me to shut the F up at my show. Chappelle then started on a tirade of his beliefs, leaving comedy behind and focusing purely on the politics. Um, While that was awful in itself, what made my heart sink and started to invoke fear was when the crowd of nearly 20,000 people started yelling out, go Palestine, go Hamas. 
and other uh, related hateful jargon. The audience was cheering Chappelle on during his tirade. I was sick. We were sick. I turned to my friends and wife and I said, I think it's time to go. We walked out and met up with many other Jews leaving the show. Never in my life have I felt so unsafe and so fearful of what I was witnessing. Um, <clears throat> goes on and on about it. You know, the Wall Street Journal, they 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 did an official article on it um, saying that uh, Chappelle first condemned the October 7th attack on Israel by Hamas militants, but criticized what he said were war crimes in Gaza, according to people in attendance. So it's like it's what we've been saying, right? The separation of people understanding there's a difference between. Hamas and Palestinians, and there's a difference between the government of Israel and Israelis, right? Like the, the American people and the American government, right? Mm -hmm. He separated that out clearly. I didn't see what he said, but I mean. Well, so the videos haven't surfaced just yet. I'm sure they're. they're, yeah. they're well, he doesn't lock cameras at his shows right. for this reason. But I'm and sure he'll probably release some footage just yeah. so, you know, he can defend his side of, yeah. the, of the argument, man. But I, what, what do you got on this so far? Well, look, dude, I think it's a delicate situation. And like I said at the beginning of the show, I think a lot of people are falling into the intentional division that's being propagated by our media. And the reason they're propagating it should be thought about. You know, what what is being gained by the division being caused around this issue? Okay, well, Joe Biden's out of the news. Hunter Biden's out of the news. Crime is out of the news. The border's out of the news. Uh, <clears throat> the economy's out of the news. Uh, you know, election integrity's out of the news. Trans shit is out of the news. Pretty much everything that everybody's been arguing about that's been closing in tighter and tighter and tighter over the course of the last six or seven months is now out of the news with this one thing being the news, right? Um, so when we engage in these in this divisive all or nothing mentality, all we're doing is playing the part of pawn on their behalf. They, that's what they're counting on. And so... You know, this is a delicate situation for a lot of people involved, um, you know, Arab people and Jewish people specifically, because, you know, this is, there's a direct connection there. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's important for us to be able to have a civil discussion around these topics so that we can unwind the intentional propagation that's happening. And there is a difference between the elite Israeli government and the regular Jewish people of Israel or America. There is a difference between the elite Zionist cult that seems to be behind all of the bad shit in the world at the World Economic Forum, uh, you know, the constant uh, agitation with all of these issues across the globe, you know, Soros, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, these guys are all working in unison to achieve an agenda and then pretending like it's all, you know, when you criticize them, that it's all Jewish people that you're criticizing. That's not true. Okay, so we have to be able to have real conversation. There's a difference between Americans and the American government. There's a difference between regular Jewish people and the elite Jewish class that's running Israel. There's a difference between an innocent Arab Palestinian and Hamas. And these are all very clear differences. And if there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, this doesn't seem right. And this, I'm not for the slaughter of innocent men and women and children for no reason, no matter who they are. And there's this narrative that's being pushed out, um, ironically, from the conservative side now that if you don't stand with Israel, you're an anti-Semite. And that's not true at all. Okay. What the truth is, is that there's some things here that don't add up that we're questioning. And it's absolutely okay to question these things mm -hmm. you know when we look at israel and we consider what they're known for their surveillance i covered this a couple weeks ago 
And then they allow, and I'm using that word intentionally, allow all these Hamas terrorists to fly in on paragliders and slaughter their own people, you know, and, and then we look at the response. What's the response been? The response has been the flattening of, you know, fuck, dude, a place where millions of innocent people live. Yeah. And so, you know, if we want to put this in some in relatable terms for us, this would be like the patriotic community here in America being targeted uh, as a threat to Russia, and then Russia saying, you know what, fuck it, we'll fucking kill the entire fucking country, all the men, women, and children, and fucking exterminate them. Right. And so people are upset about both sides of it, you know? Like, people can be, you could be upset about the attack that Hamas was allowed to execute against Jewish people in Israel. You could also be upset about the excessive death that's being caused by the excessive response. And... You know, those things do not mean you're one side or the other thing. I think it means that, like, we're critically thinking, we're asking questions, and we're saying, okay, well, you know, it's not okay for innocent people to die no matter what country they're for. And I think the way to think about this is more so, you know, at what point in time are we as humans, and, and let's just call it what we are, the peasant class of humans, that's us, all right, that's what they believe we are, Um at what point are we going to get smart enough to realize that we are being literally moved across a chessboard amongst, you know, different organizations for a purpose? We're being killed to promote narratives. We're being attacked. We're being divided. We're being uh, robbed. Huh? robbed. Yeah. I mean, dude, every, everything. Our lives are being made miserable across the board when they don't have to be. And that's a scary thought, too. Because people are starting to accept the misery that's being put down on us as the reality of life. And that's not the reality of life. If we didn't have these elite tyrant scumbags making our lives extremely difficult, bro, most people are good people. Most people are caring people. Most people are good neighbors. And people of different religions, they care about you too. Like most people have this this very basic uh, citizen of humanity respect for other human beings. And that's global. That's not... That's not, you know, exclusive of Jewish people or exclusive of Arab people or exclusive of Russian people or American people or Chinese people. Most people are like that. It's just these elite tyrant governments that have fucking robbed and pillaged and made our lives difficult that aren't who continue to use us for their own propagated narratives. Yeah. And, um, you know, so like, you know, I didn't hear what Chappelle said. I didn't hear what he said. But, you know, I, I would disagree with people chanting like, pro Hamas shit, but I would also agree with people saying, hey, we shouldn't kill uh, Palestinians that are innocent. Right. You see what I'm saying? And like the, we're, we're falling for these lumped together. All or nothing. Yes. Narratives, and yeah. it's causing us not to be able to dig into the problem and find any real solutions. So, you know, I can understand why that person's upset. Like that would be upsetting, right? Like if I went to a fucking, if I went to a Dave Chappelle show and he said something that was pro-black and the entire fucking uh audience started yelling like fuck white people i would be uncomfortable yeah you know so like let's put ourselves in that position i think it's important for us to remember and, and by the way i think dave Chappelle is actually trying to communicate what i just communicated yeah i think that's where his stance is but i also think that like these people who are like that guy the guy the, the guy who wrote this post i bet that's the same motherfucker that's all for flattening fucking palestine you see what I'm saying? Right. So there's all this hypocrisy happening. So it's okay for you, 
sir, to say, let's go kill millions of people for because they attacked us. But if people say that they support that side, it's terrorism to you. Right, right. Like there's a double standard here that is ridiculous and it needs to stop. And so, you know, the only way it's ever going to stop is if we have real conversations about the scenario. And to be completely honest, like I still stand on what I said two weeks ago when this shit first started happening. I give a fuck about the people in this country. I still care about those issues that are no longer being talked about because those issues that are no longer being talked about are going to be the issues that sink our country and allow us to be conquered in the long term, maybe even the short term. Okay. So like when we talk about, you know, what's happened since this has happened? Well, uh, Joe Biden's been come out. They've actually have printed checks okay you got it in the show oh yeah okay so we have issues that have no, been we don't forget here on really that's out. right so we have we still have this border invasion we still have this crime situation we still have this economy we still have credit card defaults at an all-time high we still have issues with the election we still have still have still have here right we still have oil oil reserves at all-time low we still have lack of military equipment because it was intentionally left in afghanistan and ukraine and sent to ukraine and now it's being used by hamas in the middle east okay so we still have 25,000 plus inner city people who are getting killed in their own cities in cold blood we still have a hundred thousand uh, you know, overdoses of fentanyl plus a year. We still have tens of thousands of homeless veterans in this country. We still have mortgage defaults at an all-time high. We still have credit card defaults at an all-time high. We we have our own problems here. Yeah, that so shit like, didn't just stop once yeah. this shit started. And so like this, yeah. you know, I still stand on what I said. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I care that innocent people are getting killed. Yes, that bothers me. But at the end of the day, we should not be doing fucking anything until we take care of our own people here. Yeah. That's the priority. And anybody who says different is a fucking asshole. They're not an American. Okay? They have interest in other places, either money or loyalty to another country. Yeah. Okay? Because it's Go common it It's Go common to sense for us to say, hey, this ain't right here. Mm -mm. And for us to fix that, every single fucking American knows this. The, f the problem is we are being sold out by people who have their own interests financially in mind or loyalty to another country that isn't America. And that's not okay. That's not okay for this country. No, let's, and so let's dive in on this uh, this Middle East issue real quick before we get to the other issues. Um, don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, this came out. Uh, Defense Secretary issues prepared to deploy orders for U.S. troops to the Middle East. It's getting real. Quote, I have placed an additional number of forces on prepared to deploy orders as part of prudent contingency planning to increase their readiness and ability to quickly respond as required, he said in a statement. Uh, that's Defense Secretary uh, Austin, um, who just made that statement from the Pentagon. Um, and according to uh, Nika Asia, which is a military, they, they follow military articles and, and press press responses and stuff. Um, they're saying it's, it's about 12,000 sailors mm -hmm. um and they listed this out these are the two strike uh strike groups carrier strike groups that uh, are now moving uh to the area um with their crew size listed uh next to them um now here's the interesting thing so blinken says u.s is quote ready to get involved in israel hamas war if line is crossed we won't hesitate now they just released that today uh blinken said quote this is not what we want not what we're looking for we don't want escalation blinken said we don't want to see our forces or our personnel come under fire but if that happens we're ready for it how about no motherfucker how about you be ready for it how about you go fight it yeah i think that's fair i think anybody that's supporting this should have to go fight their kids no. should be drafted they should go fight i agree with that we won't hesitate no motherfucker you don't hesitate and you yeah. go 
Yeah. Like, it's like, real easy to say we don't hesitate when that, when it's not going to bother you one bit. At all. Yeah. I'm completely your, your kids aren't at risk. No. Your life's not at risk. You're willing to volunteer American lives to go fight some bullshit when we have all these problems here, dude. Fuck you. You know, and, and again, because people have short-term memories, these are the same men who were willing to kick military members out for not taking this, you know, or for not taking this experimental drug. Yeah. Like, they were not they they were not hesitating at that time either. Yeah, like just remember, well now they're trying to get them back. Well, they need them now. Yeah, well, yeah, I wouldn't go back if I were you. No, you know, and all of this is happening while uh, while Biden's at the beach again. Um, this this headline reads: Crisis. What crisis? Biden enjoys breezy beach walk as Middle East explodes. Uh, President Joe Biden has been seen in pictures and videos enjoying a weekend of walks at the Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, as Hamas terrorists pushed their campaign of destruction against Israel, and the U.S. placed additional troops on prepare to deploy orders to the Middle East. Here's a quick video. To the point that 50 Cent even even chimed in on this. He he uh, posted this on Instagram uh, with the caption saying, uh, hey, Joe, get the fuck up. We're in trouble, man. Yeah, man. We're in trouble because y'all keep believing all this bullshit narrative and you keep fighting and attacking each other for, for bullshit that ain't even true. Yeah. You know, like, uh, for example, like. George Floyd being suffocated to death, which actually just came out that that's not the case at all. Not even not even a little bit. Not Did you e- see that one thing came out that like uh, the BLM protests may have uh, influenced the jury in that case. No, no, no shit. No shit. No. <laughs> this dude sitting in jail right now for probably what I don't know what they sentenced him to. And a bunch of dudes. That was murder. OK, I'm pretty sure that's what he for, got f- for something that that did not happen. Okay, yeah, they held him down. He didn't die from that. He fucking died of a fentanyl overdose. That's that's proven fact now. Okay, and all you guys intimidated and screamed and yelled and fucking marched and all this shit. And now now we have all this division in the country. And we have all like, bro, when are we going to wake up? Yeah, we're not in trouble now. We've been in fucking We've trouble. been in trouble because y'all don't fucking listen. Yeah, I just thought that was people, interesting. And when I say y'all, I don't mean black people. I mean everybody. Yeah. You keep falling for the same shit over and over again. Yeah. Well, are they going to have a retrial? Are they going to dismiss it? What are they going to Are they going to let this guy rot in prison for the next 20 years for something that didn't even actually fucking happen the way that they said it did? Um, and there's going to be people saying, he deserves to be in prison for what he did. For what? For restraining a criminal? The guy fucking died of fentanyl. By the way, we covered that in June of 2020. So. Was that 2020? Yeah. 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 It's wild, man. But I, so I did some math, man, because I. You Bro, know, this motherfucker takes more vacations. Like, I've been on one vacation the last fucking te- 12 years. Yeah. One. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's what I was doing some DJ math for. Yeah. Yeah. So because do you guys remember all of the, the articles coming out about Trump golfing? Right, Donald Trump spent almost a year playing golf during presidency. Right, there's even a website that counts uh, his total golf count. Right, and puts an inaccurate number of how much it actually costs the taxpayer. Um, 144 million dollars. Okay, um, and I thought I saw I found this article. <laughs> it was written back. Well, it in costs May. 144 million dollars for Trump to play golf, but how many billions of dollars and how much damage has been done for the entire presidency of Joe Biden to be Joe Biden? Mm. 
Yeah, they don't count that. No. No, they ain't no, they ain't no website for that one. Uh, but I, I, th- I found this article, too. It was like, Biden leaves D.C. as much as Trump did. But there's a difference. <laughs> yeah, there's a difference. They says, uh, quote, uh, the, this article says, uh, those trips were ones in which Biden stayed at the homes of donors. His Virgin Island trip was to a home owned by donors Bill and Connie uh, Neville. Twice he stayed at Martha's Vineyard compound owned by billionaire David Rubenstein. Now, this is not an ideal situation, certainly. The president of the United States receiving favors from wealthy allies. But these trips make up only 24 of the 250-plus day Biden's been away. (laughs) The question that should be asked isn't being asked. Mm. What's he getting in return for those trips? Mm. What's he getting in return for those relationships? Andy, it doesn't matter. It's only 24 days, bro. It's just 24 days of the 250-plus days. Right um, now, I did some I did some ad some some numbers here. All right, and uh, I have to check with Zeeshan too, but we'll make sure these are good. Okay, but according to the Republican National Committee, and this is just of, as of August eighteenth, Biden has spent three hundred and eighty two days. Right, that's forty percent of his presidency. So nine hundred and fifty eight days when this article was written, three hundred and eighty two. That's thirty nine point eight percent. Now Trump. Trump spent 380 days out of 1,461 days. So that's 26% of the presidency for Trump. Yeah. Now, we still got 503 days left of this presidency. I did some other math. Biden's already ahead of vacation days. Do you do you think he's going to spend the next 501 days straight working? No. Oh, okay. But you ain't going to see no no nothing about that. But here's here's one thing I thought was interesting. The money did come out. And they got the proof. Uh, this headline reads, Coma raises questions about $200,000 direct payment from James Biden to Joe Biden in 2018. So House Oversight Chairman uh, James Comer said his panel had uncovered evidence that Joe Biden in 2018 received a $200,000 direct payment from his brother James Biden and sister-in-law Sarah Biden and is demanding the president answer questions about financial arrangements with members of his family. Uh, here's the video. This summer, Joe Biden said, where's the money? Well, we found some. We're still digging into evidence subpoenaed from bank accounts belonging to Hunter Biden, the son of President Joe Biden, and James and Sarah Biden, the brother and sister-in-law of the president. A document that we're releasing today raises new questions about how President Biden personally benefited from his family's shady influence peddling of his last name and their access to him. Bank records obtained by the House Committee on Oversight have revealed a $200,000 direct payment from James and Sarah Biden to Joe Biden in the form of a personal check. Here's some important context about this check we've obtained in our investigation. In 2018, James Biden received $600,000 in loans from AmeriCorps, a financially distressed and failing rural hospital operator. According to bankruptcy court documents, James Biden received these loans, quote, based upon representations that his last name, Biden, could open doors and that he could obtain a large investment from the Middle East based on his political connections, end quote. On March 1st, 2018, AmeriCorps wired a $200,000 loan into James and Sarah Biden's personal bank account, not their business bank account. And then on the very same day, James Biden wrote a $200,000 check from this same personal bank account to Joe Biden. James Biden wrote this check to Joe Biden as a, quote, loan repayment. AmeriCorps, a distressed company, loaned money to James Biden, who then sent it to Joe Biden. 
Even if this was a personal loan repayment, it's still troubling that Joe Biden's ability to be paid back by his brother depended on the success of his family's shady financial dealings. Some immediate questions President Biden must answer for the American people. Does he have documents proving he lent such a large sum of money to his brother? And what were the terms of such financial agreement? Did he have similar financial agreements with other family members that led them to make similar large payments to him? And did he know that the same day James Biden wrote him a check for $200,000, James Biden had just received a loan for the exact same amount from business dealings with a company that was in financial distress and failing. The House Oversight Committee will soon announce our next investigative actions and continue to follow the Yeah, and, and of course... Uh, well, that's not all there was. There was also another part of it where uh, like five or six days after, I could be wrong on the exact days, but a few days after that text message where Hunter Biden basically threatened them, mm-hmm. Joe Biden paid $2.7 million in, in cash for that beach house mm-hmm. that he's at all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that was from China. Yep. Okay. But zero evidence of wrongdoing though, Andy. Yeah. Zero evidence. These people are pieces of shit for stick for, for, for all they're doing, dude. They're intentionally destroying the country. From This man is in te- and his cohorts and his accomplices are intentionally destroying the United States of America for money. For money for themselves. Think about that. Because they couldn't make it think, no other think, way. Think about that, bro. Think about your, like, dude, think about how big of a piece of shit you have to be to sell your entire country down the fucking drain, make all these decisions that are destroying it, hurting everybody, making everybody's lives difficult, dividing everybody, you know, making them, you know, feel scared, frustrated, anxious all the time, at odds with their fellow citizen, destroying people financially for money. Like, dude, think about that. This dude is a fucking cockroach. Period. And so is anybody that's fucking with them. Yeah. It's fucking disgusting, man. It's very, but, you know, and we've talked about this. He deserves zero respect from zero. people. No, no, zero. zero. And, 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 we, and we've talked about this, and, 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 you know, I think it was right around the black, the, the black square time, but when we were calling out, you know, like, like Corey Bush, and, you know, these people, the amount of money needed for them to be bought and, and paid for. It's very little. It's very, very little. Yeah. Very little. But the reason that they do these things and they join into politics is because outside of that, these people couldn't do anything in the real world. No. He couldn't make that money being an entrepreneur or being, you know, uh, even an intro. Like, when that, you can't do that stuff. Yeah. No, he has zero skills. There's nothing to rely on. Yeah. So this is this is the route that he's left to do, and these people do it, and that the, and and my belief is pretty much all of them do it. There's very few. Of that course don't. they do. That's why they cover for him because as it comes out, it's 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 going to show that they're all guilty and they're all implicated. All you got to do is look at the people who are trading on these defense uh, contractor stocks mm-hmm. that are part of the, you know the uh, um, the <clears throat> the military industrial complex. People who are in those stocks or who just recently bought in. The list is long. Yep. You think they don't know what's about to happen? And it's ours. Bro, these these. people are selling us down the drain for financial gain for themselves. They do not give a single fuck about us at all. At all. In fact, 
they I think they laugh behind closed doors. I think they laugh at every one of us who falls for every single one of these narratives every time. I think I think they're sitting there being like, look at these fucking idiots. Mm-hmm. Like all we gotta do is this stuff and they fight each other. Like th- yeah. it is what it is, man. Until yeah. people get smarter, they're gonna continue to win. Yeah, guys, let us know. Jump into this conversation down in the comments. Let us know what you guys think. Hashtag holy vacation. Let us know what you think. Um, so with that being said, man, let's keep this cruise moving. Before we get to headline number two, let's cruise the comments. Got a good one for you, Andy. This is uh, this comments from uh, two wheel separation anxiety. This two seventy one. He says, "I went to a birthday party last Saturday, and I was that guy in the best shape in the room. Friends I haven't seen in months were like, you look good. Been listening to you guys and working hard since last December. Thanks for all you do.'" That's what's up, man. You got to lead by example. That's what we talk about when we talk about personal excellence being the ultimate rebellion. All those friends that said, you look good, there's at least two or three of them that are like, fuck, I need to look good too. Mm -hmm. I need to get my shit together. And right now, they're considering how to do that. Okay? This is how it works. This is how the ripple effect starts. This is how we change culture. And what's happening in this country is not going to be solved by, you know, violence or doing some bullshit. They, they've intentionally eroded the culture, and because the culture has been eroded, it's going to take a long time to fix. We don't have strong men. We don't have strong leadership. We don't have people that give a fuck, and because of that, we've become slaves to their system, all right? We eat their chemical-filled food, and because we eat their food, we got to take their medicine. We take their medicine, and because we take their medicine, we become dependent on them, all right? When we talk about the information that we consume, you know, look at how they culturally mold us to look at success and winning as some sort of morally inferior quality. You're greedy. You're materialistic. You're a this. You're a that. Do you think that's an accident? Why do they? Why for? Why for the first hundred and maybe two hundred years of this country was success celebrated? Why was it called the American dream? Why was it a thing that they taught us in school? And then all of a sudden they switch gears and taught you that all successful people are greedy fucks and that you don't need anything other than, you know, the bare minimum. I mean, dude, we can look at the cultural conditioning right down to the commercials that they run on TV. I saw a commercial run on TV for some uh, for some short term loan finance program. This dude's at the checkout counter of of his uh, getting groceries. Right. And it's a dude. And then there's a girl behind him with a cart full of groceries. And this guy is basically he comes up short. He doesn't have the money to pay for his groceries. So he's like taking stuff off the grocery bill, right? They said, take off the broccoli, take off the ho-hos or whatever, right? And the lady behind him says, hey, you know, there's this fix to that. If you go to this app, I can't remember the name of it, you can get $250 of cash right now, okay? And the guy fucking looks back. He's like, really? And on the phone, as he's checking out, he gets the $250 in cash and then he looks at the cashier. He's like, put the ho-hos back on my, on my thing and like winks at the little girl. Okay. What are they conditioning you to do? They're conditioning you to value shitty food. They're conditioning you to be broke as if this is a normal thing. You think it's normal for you to go to the grocery store and be short to can't even buy groceries. That is not a normal thing, but they have conditioned us to see it as normal through their propaganda. And once you start to see the propaganda, you start to realize that it's everywhere. Okay, there should be no like you there should be no reason. I know, but people don't get it. They don't understand that propaganda exists everywhere, especially in marketing. So they're convincing you to accept a reality where you cannot even barely afford to eat 
And that's your place in the world, and it's normal. And by the way, it's so normal, we have an app for that that can solve it. And by the way, the woman behind us, she has the same problem. What does that condition people to think? That conditions people to think, man, okay, I don't have shit, but they don't have shit either. So it's okay that we don't all have shit. And that creates a mass situation of dependency on the government. Like this is, bro, this is not what, like if you would have ran that ad 30 years ago, people would be like, what the fuck? Like, dude, but we see it every day. Look how they make- Become numb to it. No, we think it's normal. And that's the point. It is not normal. These people tax us and oppress us financially and miseducate us and steal from us in a way to where we can barely survive. And because we can barely survive, it's hard for us to notice what bullshit they're pulling on us. It's intentional. And it's way deeper than people think. It's not just propaganda about a war or about a COVID or about a thing. It's bro. It's it's if you pay attention, it's everything they fucking tell us. It's okay for BlackRock to have $12 trillion in assets or whatever the fuck they got, but you can't afford to get your groceries to the point where you can't choose between broccoli or ho-hos. And by the way, when you do, when you can choose it, you choose the ho-hos. You think that's a coincidence? Yeah. It's fucking sick, man. No, dude, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. People just aren't paying attention because they've been conditioned to believe it's normal. Yeah. So be abnormal. Yeah. Be the standard. Be the example for people to look at and say, I can do this. I can be better. This is what I talk about when I talk about this concept of personal excellence being the ultimate rebellion. If we want culture to change, we have to be the example of what it looks like of it changing so that other people will come along with us. Yeah. We have to live it, not just talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, so so good job to you, brother, for doing it. It's fucking awesome. And guys, as always, thank you guys for being real ass fans. Keep liking, keep commenting, keep subscribing. Uh, make sure you guys are supporting the message and not being hoes out there. Uh, so let's get back to it. Headline number two. Headline number two reads, Trump fined $5,000 for violating gag order as a judge threatens jail for future violations. It's getting a little steamy in New York. Mm. Yeah, so uh, a state judge fined Donald Trump $5,000 Friday after finding that the former president's campaign website continued to display a social media post attacking the judge's law clerk in violation of a gag order imposed by the judge earlier this month. Justice Arthur Ngoran also indicated that he would consider jailing Trump for future violations of the gag order. Uh, and Gorin, who is overseeing a $250 million civil fraud trial against Trump and his business empire, issued a gag order on October 3rd after Trump used his truth social platform to attack Ngoran's principal law clerk. Trump quickly took down the post from Truth Social that day, but it remained on his campaign site until Thursday night. Uh, and Gorin wrote a two page order uh, that while Trump's lawyers had called the violation of the gag order, uh, quote, inadvertent, uh, the effect of the post on its subject is unmitigated by how or why it remained on Donald Trump's website for 17 days. So this is uh, from the actual reading uh, or, 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 uh, or order from the judge. Um, it goes through it uh, saying, like, quote, despite this clear order, last night I learned that the subject offending post was never removed from the website, DonaldJTrump.com, and in fact, had been on that website for the past 17 days. I understand it was removed late last night, but only in response to an email from this court. 
Today in open court, counsel for Donald Trump stated that the violation of the gag order was inadvertent and was an unfortunate part of the process that is built into the campaign structure. Giving defendant the benefit of the doubt, he still violated the gag order. Um, goes on to uh, cite some legal schmeagle, um, saying that uh, given the defendant's position the, that the violation was inadvertent and given that it is a first-time violation, the court will impose a nominal fee, $5,000, payable to the New York Lawyers Fund for Client Protection within 10 days of the date of this order. Um, and, and he concludes by saying, make no mistake, future violations, whether intentional or unintentional, will subject the violator to far more severe sanctions, which may include, but are not limited to, steeper financial penalties holding Donald Trump in contempt of court and possibly imprisoning him pursuant to New York Judiciary Law 753. Now, this is the post that that pissed them all off, right? So Judicial Protest put this out. Uh, it's a picture of uh, Ingorin's principal law clerk, Allison Greenfield, palling around with Chuck Schumer. There was rumors that these two were dated, and then Trump used that to push out, saying basically this was an inside job um, that was being done. Um, and that's not the only place that the gag order is in place. We talked about this on a more, more recent show also, but um, he's also on a gag order in, in the D.C. trial. Anyway, we got on this. I think all these people who are doing this shit are, are walking on very thin ice. I think, I think this is egregious. I think it's appalling. I think it's disgusting. I think that once this all gets sorted out, it's a very important to remember who was willing to lie, cheat, and steal to get their narrative pushed through. And all of those people should be held accountable to the highest degree. All of them. Yeah. Every single one of them. Yeah. Anybody who was willing to lie or manipulate, or and this is going to be a big undertaking, but the reality is, is um, this is absurd. It's absurd shit. You, you clearly have a woman, like he, like Trump said, palling around who's supposed to be nonpartisan in a in a in a justice is blind. You know the statue of yeah. uh, of the of liberty where the fucking scale the scales are on there and she's blindfolded. Clearly, that's not the case here. And what I see happening is the exposing of how corrupt everything is actually actually is. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. So when you hear the statement, I mean, I, look, look at this fucking woman. Look how fucking like like these people piss me to fuck off, bro. Like even just fucking looking at them, <laughs> like looking at. And by the way, I don't give a fuck what you think. Mm. Like these are the people who are like, we need a reckoning in this country. Well, the president has definitely been set for that. So yeah, yeah. That, that that's the only like to me that's the silver lining, right? Like, and it sucks. But I feel like everything these people have done, all they have done was set the precedence for the same thing to happen to them. Yeah, but it's going to be worse. But 10 times worse. It's going to be worse because these people have disrupted people's lives in a way. You know, a lot of this is fake, okay? A lot of the support for these these progressive initiatives is bots, mm-hmm. and they've been, try- they've been counting on bots and fake accounts to hold it up. And what people are realizing is that not very many people out here in the real world actually agree with any of this shit that's happening. Even the Democrats, even people who voted for Biden are now like, holy shit, our republic is crumbling and this is very dangerous and I don't want to be associated with this when the backlash occurs. And so these people who are continuing to push this shit, who think they're in the right, they're in very dangerous territory because the backlash is going to be very severe, very severe. And there's not a single time in history ever 
where the backlash hasn't come. It always comes. And these people are walking around with their fucking fat ass fucking faces and their smiles and their, you know, I hate everything about Trump. Bro, even the tech billionaires in, in San Francisco are coming out saying, yeah, we fell for the t- Trump derangement syndrome. Mm-hmm. You know, you might not like the messenger, but he fucking did a good job. And we can see now because it's affecting our businesses. And like, there's still people marching around thinking it's four years ago where it's cool to like hate everything about this dude, not understanding that like, bro, the backlash of what's about to happen is welling up and you're going to be right in the fucking crosshairs of it when it comes back. So real shit, man. people aren't going to continue to take this, dude. No, they're not going to continue to take this. No. And and hopefully the transit, there can be a transition of power without violence. But the more and more I watch the smugness of these people and like how brazen they are and how much they they believe that like nothing's going to happen to them. How confident they are. Yeah. Man. The more I realize, the more I believe that the there's there's going to be violence. That's the scary part for me is like the, the they're shoving it down our fucking throats that they, yeah. they have, like how sure and certain that they are. That's the only thing that gets me, man. It makes well, me just like, hmm. Remember, you know, when when they uh, when they hung that dude from Romania and his wife or shot him, mm-hmm. you know, up until they killed him, he was barking orders at him. Nikolaj Ceausescu. That that's a yeah, that, that yeah. video, man. These these people, they were bringing him out to execute him, and they were arguing. They were telling the people to stand down. Milit- these people are delusional, and they're so fucking mentally warped. That they don't care how much damn bro, these people don't care that they're about to start a world war because they don't like one single dude. And what do they not like about him? They don't like his fucking tweets. They don't. Here's what they don't like. They don't like that they're fucking wrong. That's a fact. They built their identity in anti-Trump, and now they don't want to like abandon it. And that's going to end up like, dude, honestly, and yeah, I'm just saying, I I believe it's going to end up costing a lot of these people their lives. People aren't going to continue to take this like the pressure. They're not going to no. continue to take the division. They're not going to continue to take the the frustration. They're not going to continue to take the anxiety. They're not going to continue to take the disruption of their lives, the fucking punishing of the like the financial hardship they're being put through for this case. And the more they put these people through it, the more support this man is getting. Mm-hmm. So like put him in jail and see what happens, bro. You're un- you're going to fucking create a, a a hornet's nest that you're not going to be able to deal with. Yeah, part of me that that's been my feeling with Trump, like, bro, like Fuck them. Yeah. I, I just stopped showing up to court. I just keep doing what the fuck you're doing. Make them come get you. Because who's going to do it? Yeah. That, that's what I would like to see, honestly. Well, I think he's still holding on. I think he's still trying to preserve the system in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, that's noble, but I don't think it's needed right now. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I He knows more than us. Yeah. Just remember that. He no. knows a lot more than us. So That's true. We don't actually know. We're speculating here. But I can tell you this. People aren't going to continue to be punished by these dudes like Schumer with this big fucking stupid grin on his face. And these people smile and they and they they fucking they're smug and like, bro, people are starting to hate him, hate him because they're feeling the pain. So and then they come out. Why do these people hate me so yeah, much? Yeah, No, they fucking hate you because they're tired of you fucking with them. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. And that's going to go for any class or group, by the way. Mm-hmm. So just remember. All of you who have been fucking with people for a long time, that your day is coming. You better stop. That's real shit, man. Guys, jump in on this conversation. Let us know down in the comments. Hashtag, I said silence. Let us know what you guys think. But uh, let's get on to our third and final headline. Headline number three. Headline number three reads, this is a win. 
This is a win, right? Amongst all of the distraction going on, there's still some some solid wins that are happening. So uh, headline number three reads, Supreme Court to decide if Biden admin illegally bullied social media into censoring content. It's a big win right here from the state of Missouri. Uh, the Supreme Court will determine whether the Biden administration violated the Constitution when it pressured tech companies to remove from their platforms what federal officials said was false or misleading content about the 2020 election and COVID-19. In an order Friday afternoon, the justices agreed to hear the Biden administration's challenge to a lower court uh, court order blocking it from urging social media companies to remove certain content that the White House claimed was misinformation around COVID-19 vaccines. Hunter Biden's laptop and the contested 2020 election results. In taking the case, the justices also blocked the lower court's injunction, which had been set to kick in within minutes and would have barred many types of contact between federal officials and the social media giants. The high court's actions means the administration officials can keep contacting social media companies for now while the justices weigh the case. Both the conservative district judge and an appellate court had largely sided with a lawsuit from GOP attorneys uh, generals in Missouri and Louisiana that accused the administration of violating the First Amendment by coercing social media platforms to take down the content the administration doesn't like. Three conservative justices, Samuel Alito, Clarence Thomas, and Neil Gorsuch, dissented from the decision to block the injunction, joining in a five-page opinion by Alito that called the court's actions, quote, highly disturbing and said it threatened to curtail the discussion of unpopular political views online. Quote, at this time in the history of our country, what the court has done, I fear, will be seen by some as giving the government a green light to use heavy-handed tactics to skew the presentation of views on the medium that increasingly dominates the dissemination of news. Alito wrote, uh, quote, that is most unfortunate. Um, so what's up there? It's in the Supreme Court. The White House did not immediately respond to a request or comment. A Justice Department spokesperson declined to comment. Everybody's quiet. Um, Senator Eric Schmidt, the previous Missouri AG who originally filed the case in 2022, called it, quote, one of the most important free speech cases in a generation. No, not in a generation. History. Um, Andy, what we got on this? Um, well, both those gentlemen have been on our show, mm-hmm. Andrew Bailey and Eric Schmidt, and they're the ones pressing this case. Uh, so that's cool. Um, I mean, look, dude, these people censored information that got people killed. Okay. When, when, when people were talking about ivermectin and people were talking about hydroxychloroquine Mm -hmm. and they were mentioning effective therapeutics, they, people were being displatformed for that. Losing license. Yeah, they were losing their medical license. They were being arrested. Like one of those women from the frontline doctor group that said, hey, we got a solution here that they won't let us talk about was put in jail for 60 days. Mm-hmm. All right. And why wouldn't they let people talk about it? Because the reason they wouldn't let people talk about it is because if there was an effective therapeutic solution, they couldn't maintain a state of emergency, which allowed them to do all the shit they were doing. Mm-hmm. All right. So they couldn't allow any of the effective therapeutics to be talked about, even though they knew that they were talked about. And- as a result, lots of people died. Oh. Okay. And this, this, you know, this is the same thing with Hunter Biden laptop. You know, all of this shit that we're talking about today about Joe Biden taking money from China and this $200,000 or the $2.7 million and it's been on the house. All that stuff was on the Hunter Biden laptop that came out pre 2020 election. And, and it was, it was meant, it was 
it was fabricated into this conspiracy theory, which it wasn't. And if you talked about it, you lost your account, you you got censored, you got your your platform taken away, and uh, you know, you got put on a domestic terrorist watch list. Mm-hmm. Okay, why? Why did that happen? Wouldn't you have liked to known those things before you voted for Joe Biden? Well, because what what would have known those things would have made me do, Andy? It would have made you vote somewhere other other way. Okay, or is you know in, that 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 these is are crimes. Listen, yeah, bro, man. these are crimes against humanity. This is treasonous activity. This is not, you know, like bro. They made up the Russia steel dossier. They made it up. They made it up. It was fabricated out of thin air. And for seven years, the country was turned upside down over this. Why? Ask yourself why. Why is it that important that we keep this man out of office? Why is it that important? The answer is very obviously they cannot have someone who's not part of their their incestuous intermingling of backdoor deals running this country because that person's going to say, hey, this ain't happening anymore and fuck up all their shit. And then, by the way, he's going to find all the criminal activity that they did the entire time, which is being exposed now. Yeah. Okay, so. This is it's a, it's insane. It's insane. Our government is a rogue government. These people are not operating with our intentions in mind. There's a whole bunch of people who have committed treason that need to be held accountable. And in my opinion, this is the greatest crimes against humanity that's ever been orchestrated in the history of mankind because it's been global. It wasn't it wasn't just one little area. It was a global conspiracy to execute. Yeah. Dude, most people don't even like how much money was like that's why the like that's where it all started man a lot of the money that we've lost like it was all transferred during this time billions dude there's so much here it would be impossible to cover it all because it's just it starts with covid and it keeps going it keeps going it keeps going actually it starts with the russian dossier the steel dossier yeah you gotta go back like 2015 yeah and then it keeps going and yeah. it keeps going and it keeps going and the question should be why do these people do this and why are they doing it? They're not doing it for the peace and prosperity of the American citizens. They're not doing it to protect us. They're doing it to protect themselves. And you guys that continue to support this, you're at a point now where you're becoming complicit in this problem. Like at the very least, you should be able to say, man, I fucked up. I bought it hook, line and sinker and I'm not with it anymore. What do we do now, guys? I yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. And so like, dude, this is, this is unprecedented. It's very real. And, um, you know, this free speech case is a lot bigger than what people realize because, dude, the only reason they've been able to, to do what they've done in terms of the, uh, the, you know, we live in a time where the biggest, most complicated, most powerful propaganda machine in the world has been turned on the American citizens and the citizens of humanity at the hands of the government. Yeah. I'm not just our government of a bunch of governments. Okay, and big tech collusion. Mm -hmm. And so like, dude, we're sitting out here. We don't know what's true. We don't know what's not true. We're being intentionally manipulated. Our economy sucks. We have all these things going on in the world where people are you know, getting fucked up and these people are fine with it. They don't care. They've turned this weapon against our own, uh, the citizens of humanity for their own profit and protection of their backdoor deals. And and dude, this is a real thing. And and so like, you know, you got to remember, Social media didn't exist 20 fucking years ago. You know, the internet was just a little baby. Mm-hmm. Like, this was the first time they ever got to really unlock this weapon. And somewhere between 2000 
and 2020, they figured out, hey, we, we could use this weapon to turn it on our people and get all this shit for ourselves and fuck them. And they decided it was a good idea to do it based on the idea of depopulation. It's incredible, dude. It's, a, it's incredible shit of what's happened. And it's not, this isn't, this isn't, you know, oh, these guys did a couple things and we should look the other way. No, this is the most important, the most severe crimes against humanity that's ever existed in the world. Because, dude, the people, what it did was is it's enslaved humanity to a point where, like, unless something drastic happens, there's no way to escape it. Which leads into our, our guests that we got coming on this week. Yeah, it does. Stay tuned so. for that, guys. Jump in on this conversation. Hashtag free this down in the comments. Let us know what you guys think. And uh, we'll, we'll keep you updated on, on that headline specifically. But, um, guys, that was our three sec, uh, three three main headlines. So uh, let's get into our final portion of the show. As always, thumbs up or dumb as fuck. This is where we bring a headline up. It'll have one of those two options. <laughs> this is this is a good one. And do you like tattoos, don't you? I'm I like that's a fair assessment, right? I don't know. I'm liking them less and less. <laughs> You're yeah. about to really not like them. Yeah, I'm liking them less and less because I, I just feel like it's become, I, I feel like people don't respect the art of tattooing anymore. Mm. You know, I see a lot of 20-year-old kids just going out and getting fucking bullshit tattoos all love, over. Laugh, love. Yeah, like, dude, I'm just saying, like, it's not, <laughs> it's not, a, I don't know. There's, the way I was taught about tattooing is there's a culture to it. Mm -hmm. And you pay your dues and there's a way to do it and a way not to do it. And, you know, I always thought that was cool. And like, I just see that being eroded over and over again. And now I'm getting to the point where it's like, fuck, dude, I'm maybe I'll just have my shit lasered off. Like, cause I'm like, I don't want to be like these people. Mm. You know, there's, it's like this instant gratification. Like, yours is definitely different though. Mine are different cause they're fucking real art. Yeah. But like it, it's still, it's, it's annoying. Yeah. You know? Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Why? <laughs> this thumbs up headline reads blokes, awful Laura Croft tattoo cover up is absolutely outrageous um so some people love getting tattoos and develop an addiction for getting inked admittedly it must be pretty satisfying to look down at your arm and see a work of art across your skin but what happens when a tattoo goes wrong how is a person meant to react when they realize they have an artistic abomination etched into their skin well, one man had this scenario play out on video as he got to cast his eyes over his new Lara Croft tattoo. Lara Croft is many things to many people. She's sexy. She's adventurous. You, you, you getting a Lara Croft tattoo deserves this to happen. I don't care how bad <laughs> it is. That's my whole point. That's the whole point of what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. She's kick ass though, right? Like, And done by the right artist, she'd make for a pretty cool tattoo. Um, particularly if this tattoo is based on Croft played by Angelina Jolie, who was once considered the most beautiful woman in Hollywood. However, this poor bloke's inking looked less Jolie and more Roger the Alien from American Dad. Viral video posted on Reddit shows the moment that the tattoo is revealed with Jolie's pouting lips looking rather froggish. Here is the video. <laughs> He's so excited. <laughs> Motherfucker, you get what you deserve. Yeah, that be it? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, look at me. 
<laughs> is that is he is he shocked? Is that what that is? <laughs> what the fuck did you think was going to happen, bro? Like, dude, d- listen. Good tattoos cost a lot of fucking money. How much do you think that costs? I, that's a fucking fifty dollar tattoo, bro. Oh, you think it was that much? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, people don't get it. They want to have the shit that's amazing without any of the price or any of the work or any of the shit. And now I see all these kids going out, getting their shit inked up, and they got looks like they got fucking stickers they got out of a fucking vending machine stuck to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just it's 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 become embarrassing, dude. Yeah. So. It is what it is, man. Oh, man. That's what you get. That's why you should wait until you got some money and you get some connections and you get some good fucking art because it's no different than a cosmetic procedure. It's no different than a girl going, it's no different than you getting your teeth done and going to the cheapest motherfucker and expecting it to be perfect. Mm -hmm. That's not going to happen. It's no different than, you know, a girl going in to get fake titties and goes to the fucking cheapest spot or getting LASIK done by the cheapest guy and then having to fuck up your vision. Mm -hmm. Like, you fucking idiots don't get it. Like it's there. Wait till you got some money until you can get some good shit. And by the way, while you're getting the money, you can think about what you actually want and maybe you'll be happy with it. Mm. See, all my shit, I'm very, I think it's cool. I look at it and I'm like, you waited till you were how, 35? 30, 33. 33. Yeah. It is what it is, man. If you're going to like it, you know, you should invest the proper amount of money into it. I can't fix stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really can't. Like, I can't fix you. Like, you fucking think you're going to, you know, I, I don't I don't know. Well, well, guys, Andy, that's all I got. Yep. Don't be a hoe. Share the show. Yeah. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl. Fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch. Booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold. Does a no. Headshot. Case closed. Close.